that's from one angle, and from another angle is just not only the hip hop, it's the music that I do. All right. Uh, it's the music that I do. You know, um, the thing is that I've always been hearing that Kosei, you were ahead of your time. Hello and welcome to the May Man Show. We are coming to you from our studios in Riyadh, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And today we have a veteran rapper in the Saudi and international scene. The man goes by the names such as Don Chameleon, Don Legend, but we all know him as Pasai. Thanks for being with us on the show. Thank you for having me. All right, and before we start this, where did you get Don Chameleon? Is it because you're an adaptive uh, person? Well, well, first, I, I need to make some corrections. Yeah? Uh, I don't like to be called a rapper. Yeah. Because uh, that's not the only thing that I do. You know, it's just, rap is just one form, you know. It's it's more of a hip-hop artist. And, okay. And it's not Don Chameleon. It's Don Legend the Chameleon. Don Legend the Chameleon. Yes. Okay, all right. Don Legend. So it's a combination. It's, it's both put together, and I just gave you two different ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, Don, Don Legend is, is a name, and Chameleon is another name. And there's a long story behind that. Um, mm -hmm. But it's the Gemini in me, you know, since it's Gemini. Really? So it's Don Legend and Chameleon. Okay, but when I, when I, when I read Chameleon, I was like, Stude's adaptive, man. He's yeah. There you go. So <laughs> the meaning behind Chameleon, exactly. I'm, it's, it's in my personality. Okay. So. Well, um, you know, so you've done a lot of things in your your career, but let's 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 jump into what you're currently doing. So, um, when I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, you started with Lorda FM. That is correct. Yeah. So, what do you do there? Yes. Well, uh, I got my own show. It's um, five days a week, from Sunday to Thursday, from five to seven uh, mm -hmm. p.m. You know, it's um. It's an it's a new station that is all in English under the RCU, the Royal Commission of Anola, and they approached me that, that they're planning to establish this this new uh, radio station all around the kingdom, starting in Anola, and mainly it's for shedding the light in Anola and everything that's going on in it. So I thought that this could be a great uh, opportunity, especially that it's all in Riyadh at the current moment. And I had some plans in mind to come to Riyadh because that's what everything is happening nowadays. You know, they didn't want it to leave Jeddah because you know I'm I'm a, I'm a Jeddah boy. Okay. But when opportunity calls, you know, you'll be dumb if you don't answer it. Mm -hmm. And and here I am, and just became part of the team. And through the whole development of of the show and and the ideas and. And I'm doing it, you know. I, I always had love and, and passion for, for radio. I mean, when I was in college, I had my own radio show in, in 96. Right. Um, and I just loved the, the environment of the radio, and I felt like I can do good in it, but didn't expect that I was going to be actually on the radio, especially now at this period in time in my life. I thought that I was planning to be on the radio maybe a little bit in the future. Okay. But... It's here, and I'm here, and it's been great. The, the The team is great, and so far, so good. You know, we're taking steps to elevation. Okay, and then how is this experience different than, you know, doing radio and, you know, before and also other aspects? So. Well, the difference is we're we, we talking 1996, yeah. <laughs> and now we're in 2023. 
So you know, the radio has definitely got developed, and 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 I got I got developed. I got I I matured. So um, I was a college student, and it was a hip hop show, and and it was a college radio, uh, in in the city of uh, Burlington, Vermont, out of all places. It was in Burlington. yes, it was in San. Went Michael. to college there. Yes, it, I went to San Michael's College the first the first year. Okay. Um, and. When I worked at WWPV 88.7 FM, I still remember the name. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a great opportunity. It was fun. But, right. of course, the equipment was old school. You know, we were still using the, the CDs, and we had some uh, vinyls, and we could play some records. Okay. And ever since, I just fell in love with the vinyls and the records, and I became a big collector. So anywhere I go, wherever that there's, like, moms and pop shops, mm -hmm. I'm there. And I loop dig, and I just search for, uh, for records. Coming all the way to 2023, there is no records and there's no CDs. Everything is just digital. Everything is just on your computer. Right. And what kind of music did you look for when you were coming for these vinyl records? Old school. Old school. There's yeah. nothing but old school. And I'm talking from 1959 till 1999. All right. So you're like, did you like look for Cool in the Gang? Yeah. Uh, Wind and Fire. There you go. That kind of stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice, nice. And uh, aside from Red FM, you know, you, you keep yourself busy, of course, always. Uh, tell us a little bit about your latest projects. What are you working on? Well, I mean, I do music nonstop. I'm always, I'm always in, in, in the studio, mm -hmm. um, any studio. Uh, whatever I find myself uh, in, I'm, I'm in. Um, been working on a lot of songs. I mean, I got a lot of songs and a lot of brand new material, and I always like to challenge myself and and the material that I do. Uh, I make sure that every song is different than the other. So you can say that I have an EP, I have an album, I have singles, um, some in Arabic, some in English, some mix in both. But currently, you know, I've just been throwing some singles yeah. uh, here and there uh, until I found um, the right uh, time and the right deal and work with the right people because mainly I'm not planning to release anything that I truly believe in because mm -hmm. I definitely f uh, elevated when it came to my music and my sound and I feel so proud of the new material that I have and that's why I'm holding on to it because I wanted to make sure that... Um, that it's uh, released right and it's delivered right. The marketing behind it. It's giving that nice, tender attention and love and care to blossom into. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, you know, the in the industry has completely changed. Yeah. It's not like it's, it's it's not like before. So I have to adapt to that. Okay. And um, so this is from the musical perspective and um, acting. I just got into acting and. Um, I shot something in with with Netflix in 2021, and it was released already. You know, in a series called Techie, and okay. season uh, three. And then in 2022, uh, I did a pilot with a company in in Egypt for another series, but we don't know how long that's going to take for it okay. to be out. And of course, with NBC Studios in Shahid, I I, I shot a couple of uh, major series, and we're just waiting on the time for it to to come out and see the light. Yeah. And, and and the last thing, I've shot a, a movie as well with um, the director, Ahad Kamil. Okay. Uh, the name of the movie is called The Driver, My Driver and I. And it was definitely a beautiful experience. And that was the last thing that I did, which is in February 2023. And by March 2023, I moved to Riyadh and I'm here. All right. Well, welcome to Riyadh.
And um, so what makes acting and performing music different? You know, how is like, how do they differ from each other? Well, I mean, they're two different worlds. Absolutely. I mean, when it comes to the music, um, that's my love. That's my passion. That's my core. And it's, there's more freedom in there. Uh, than in acting, acting, you gotta have patience, um, and you gotta go by the rules and and what the directors and the producers uh, want you to do. And the hours is, is, is pretty exhausting, but it's it's definitely something beautiful that I love because ever since I was young, I was always been. That's how I learned my English. You know, I learned my English through from music and from movies. Yeah. You know, I, I, I learned how to speak English and the pronunciation of the word before I even knew what the word means. Okay. And so music and uh, and movies helped me a lot in my English, but I focused more on the music throughout my whole entire career because I was picky with um, whatever projects that came to me through my life, uh, whether it's the wrong time or the wrong character or just the wrong deal. All right. Uh, plus, I used to have long dreadlocks. That was an obstacle. Okay. Uh, but when the drugs, uh, when the when the locks were out, and um, found myself after twenty twenty that I was on the call again. Here I am. I got into acting, and and and, and I love it. You know, I'm 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 rolling with it. I'm not really pursuing it one hundred percent, but you're dabbling in it. Yeah. See yeah. how. It- but 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 I love it, you know, I'm, and I'm loving the 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 compliments that I'm receiving from whoever that I'm working with, and from the people and the fans that are watching me. They said, "Man, you should have been acting long time ago." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, here I am. But music always comes first to me. All right, and then let's get back to music. Uh, you know, so you you just said you're recording a lot of tracks, and you're waiting for the right moment and right opportunity to release them. Are any of them international project? Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. I mean, I already got an, a full album that is waiting for me in the States and a couple of singles as well, um, yeah. all, old and new. And um, I'm not planning to release them until I, I make sure that the, the, that everything is right, the time is right, and the, the people that I'm working with is right, and probably that I need to be in the States okay, because I want it to be released from there. From here, I don't want to go through what I went through with some projects that I've released All right. that that has been misunderstood, or or the people that I worked with or dealt with did not know what to do with it or how to market it. Okay, because it's, it's, it's a new hip hop is relatively you know kind of like an, a different genre yeah, for that, this part of the world. That's from one angle, and from another angle is just not only the hip hop; it's the music that I do. All right, uh, it's the music that I do. You know. Um, the thing is that I've always been hearing that Kosei, you were ahead of your time yeah. when it comes to, to the music that I did. You know, ever since I started, um, not talking about in the 90s because it was all in the underground yeah, no. period. I'm sorry, when I first came to the main, to the main, to the mainstream, which is in, that was in 2007, 2008. And right. the first single was, uh, was The Wedding. And that was like the opening door to whatever that came, came after it. Uh, the success was great, but um, still, uh, they could not really understand what's my direction and, and 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 my mission and the music that I'm delivering. I want it to be different than anybody. I just don't want it to be the same with 
with whoever is out there and, and to stay relevant, you know, uh, with the new sound. No, I, I respect all the new sounds and the, and the development of it, but, you know, I take it, but and, and but I cook it and I release it my way, so. All right. Yeah, it, it has to be a, uh, has to be a certain, basically, uh, type to attract you, right? You're not going to sit there and follow the trends. No, this is Take me. what it is and... Yeah, it's not me. Turn it into your own art form, right? Absolutely. All right. And uh, so, aside from, you know, farming music and hosting, uh, you know, being part of the Anona FM team with the Royal Commission for Adola, you hosted you know the joy awards you've you've hosted the arab's got talent you know joy award was only the first season that's it yeah the first one i mean yeah i know but you're still you know you're you're in the you know in front of a crowd of people hosting a yeah. program how, how how did that feeling you know like how, how was the experience because obviously you know performing music and starring in a movie or you know like anything like that is, is completely different than being in front of a crowd. being on stage in front of people performing it's totally different than just hosting. Yeah. When I'm performing, the energy is different. I feel different. I I fly. I I go crazy. Uh, hosting is 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 a bit more um. Hard, you, you can say harder. Yeah. Uh, How's it harder? It's the fear. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 a fear that plays a part. You know, the, the adrenaline that you have. Um, inside of you is like the heartbeat and you're just you're just getting ready and yeah. um, but that's only in the first minute or so and then after and then after that you just start starting to ease up and i just go with the flow mm-hmm. but to be in front of a crowd you know it's just like the point of um being a public speaker you know not everyone is good at uh, public speaking but once you're good at it um you will feel comfortable but i truly believe that every time when you get on stage if if you don't have that element of fear that means something is missing you yeah. know what I mean? As long as I still have that, that means, you know, we're still good to go, that I can still continue doing it. But, okay. you know, I'd rather get on stage and perform than host. But uh, hosting is definitely emceeing, and yeah. and the hip-hop artist is an MC. So, I mean, I, I tried my hand at emceeing a couple of times. I, I, uh, it's just, it's not that I'm bad at it, mm-hmm. but like you said, you know, the first couple of minutes, you know, I really, you know, yeah. you, you get like, you're scared a bit, mm-hmm. and you overcome it, and you keep keep going. But everyone assumes that you know, just because I'm in front of a mic with with guests on a regular basis, I can just sit there and jibber jabber my way. Absolutely, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, no, no, it's not the case at all. True. I've, I've I've done a few. Maybe I'll do some some more after after this interview. We'll we'll see how we yeah, go. Yeah, sure. Why not? And uh, so you started out in two two thousand seven. And uh, what makes the Saudi music industry a compelling offering right now? And how is it different than when you started? Well, the talent of the talent, first of all, has always been here. It was it, it was just all about the matter of time to set the outlet for them to give them the the attention that they need and the spotlight and the development, and that's what's happening right now. Uh, before the music has always been here, you know, Saudi Arabia has always been rich when it comes to to their music and, and to their culture. But I mean, through all the ups and downs, uh, we're finally here where we need to be. We should have been here a long time ago, but hey, it, it's a good thing. It's a good sign, especially for for the next generation. Uh, but I mean, as far as hip hop uh, is concerned, again, 
there's a lot of great uh, hip hop talents in here, but still not much attention is given to hip hop as a culture and for the hip hop artist yet. All right. Why do you, where do you believe the untapped opportunity is there? Because we have a, you know, a large, vibrant hip hop scene here. Uh, I personally listen to hip hop music and ever since I was a teenager, we were all listening to, you know, all sorts of hip hop music mm -hmm. from Snoop Dogg to LL Cool J. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So where's the untapped opportunity, you think, for that as, as, a, as an artist? Well, I think besides the fact that hip hop is a foreign art. Okay. So we still looked at that it's, 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 it's American, it's English, it's international. So it's not really related to us, to our culture, to our language. But then again, hip hop is a universal, mm -hmm. uh, genre of music right now. And it's only 50 years old right now, since 1973, I would say. Yeah. And it just blossomed all over the world. I mean, in many different languages. So it's only right to to be part of the Middle East uh, because first of all I mean our language is, is a very rich language yeah. and hip hop is really about a poetical rhyme mm -hmm. and we're the, we're masters in when it comes course, to I mean, the poetry poetry and shit out yeah stuff. So, well, there's always something that you mm -hmm. you know so yeah yeah alright fair enough and uh, you know since you know you've given us some examples about you know, hosting a radio show and in, in, in college doing underground records, releasing your first first albums and, you know, in the, the 2000s. What's your fondest moment? If, if you had to give me like a, a fondest moment that you had in your career that you think is like, yeah, this is my fondest moment. This is something I'll, I'll cherish. There's a few of them, but maybe the first one that comes to my mind um, is 2017. All right. Um, I performed at the House of Blues in Orlando, Florida. Okay. I graduated from University of Central Florida in 2002. All right. So I used to go to that House of Blues and watch some of my favorite artists, you know, from, from Outkast to, to Music Soul Child, Common, Kanye, to name a few. Uh, and then years later, um, the UCF alumni invited me uh, to do a, a little bit of uh, motivational speaking and a little presentation for the international students over there. And it just happened that I graduated 15 years before. Okay. And at the same time, um, they booked me for a show at the House of Blues. And I was like, oh, wow. I used to be an, just a fan and one of the, the audience to watch uh, the superstars on that stage. And then... Once I was an opening act back then, and now I'm here and I'm a headliner, and uh, I see all these people are watching me in the city that I used to love and 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 live at and graduated. And I saw a lot of my uh, old friends that came over there and they supported me and they supported the show. That was a feeling and a show that I will definitely never forget. So that was that was one of them. And I have some couple of ones. Um, the latest one that I have uh, in mind is uh, I never thought that I was going to do a show in Sudan. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, Al Khartoum, it was the first time I visited was in February 2020. Okay. I know, alhamdulillah, that I have a big fan base around the Middle East and around the Arab world, but particularly in Sudan, 
we've been trying to, to, to do a show there for years. Okay. And then it just happened that they finally called me and they said, hey, this is the time for you to come and do a show in Sudan. And everything was just last minute, you know. But at the end, uh, we went over there and we rocked it. And I performed uh, the song Black Pharaohs, which is a song that I, 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 I made for the Sudanese people dedicated to the Sudan, okay. featuring uh, Sudanese artists, you know, a great artist. Uh, his name is uh, Ahmed Amin. Good. And we performed it once and the people went crazy and they asked for it again and again. So I believe we performed it like three times. That was a show that I will never forget because the love and the energy that I've received from my Sudanese people is just it was just overwhelming. And yeah. and I just can't wait to go back there again. And of course, you know, I performed all around the world, but these are the main two that I can remember and I will never forget. All right. And uh, you know, so you're you're a pioneer, you know, you started this performing in this genre before anyone <laughs> even bothered to think about it. Yes. Uh, yeah. And obviously when you're a pioneer, you're usually subject to criticism. Why are you doing this? Why that? So uh. who supported you in your beginnings? Who who influenced you to keep going? Uh, my mother. Yeah? She was the number one supporter for me ever mm-hmm. since um, ever since she saw the talent in me and saw that I was really into music. And when I got into music, I got into DJing at first. Mm-hmm. And also, she helped, she, she helped me get my very first DJ mixer. And of course, uh, an old friend of mine, uh, his name is Faisal Al-Gaudi, mm-hmm. call him the judge. The judge. Yes. Al-Gaudi, the <laughs> judge. Is his last name? Yes. <laughs> um, he, was, he was always there for me. He always allowed me to come to his place and every weekend when we were young and just we kept doing music and because he had he had all the music you know all right um and we were you know rapping and recording tapes and everything but i i kept it going you know he he, he reached a certain area and he and then and then he just stopped while while i while i kept it going so mainly and then uh you know some of the people that was that was around me but but most they were just looking at me awkwardly or weird like i'm an outcast or or, or an alien okay. but but only few ones, like uh, my grandma, God rest her soul, she always thought that I was different and unique and special. Okay. Yeah. Later on, you know, here comes uh, uh, the other friends and the family members and, uh, and of course, my father. Yeah. Who, who, who finally approved because he was worried. Yeah. He was worried about if I entered this business and, and, and I'm doing something totally that's never been done before. Yeah. Uh, my father is a very educated individual, and so he wanted the best for his son. I know that because I'm a father myself. Uh, but after all the years and me being the stubborn person I am, and okay, so we have two things in common, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So um, show and prove. And finally, my father noticed that, mm-hmm. that how, how different and unique I am with whatever I'm presenting. Yeah. And and now he's he's a fan and he's showing me love. See, the most important thing in my career is if I have the blessings for my parents my father and my mother, then nothing can stop me, period. Right. I mean, the the, fir- the first thing that we have in, in common is, is yeah, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my mom, God rest her soul. Oh, she pushed me to do all, do all this stuff. Uh-huh. And what this generation will never understand is what our generation uh-huh. had to do to obtain 
music, oh. CDs, oh. especially. Tell me about it. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Remember, if anyone traveled or my dad traveled for business, I'm like, yeah, get me this CD. Get mm-hmm. me this oh, CD. yeah, my uncles, man. Get me the new Nas. Oh, my uncles. <laughs> they always <laughs> used to fly in the States, and they used to know what I used to love, you know, and when, every time when they come back, they bring Michael Jackson jacket or some of the records. Yeah, yes, exactly. The Thriller the thriller VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started there. The Moonwalker. Oh, know, yeah. Like that. My uncle, the uncle gave me the Moonwalker thing. Oh, yes. All right. So uh, let's, let's get back to, you know, uh, your, the, the period you, you were listening to a lot of music and, you know, you were a hopeful, a hopeful musician, performer and everything. Which artist influenced you and how? In music in general or in hip hop? Uh, music in general, hip-hop, who gave you that motivation? I mean, you can find motivation through anybody. I mean, okay, when it comes, I mean, before I was a hip-hop artist or a hip-hop ambassador, yep. I was a music lover. Okay. Artists like Michael Jackson, Prince, Lionel Richie, and George Michael, these four mainly uh, paved the way for me to, to, to really get into music and and get to know it more and being the, the artist that, that I am right now when it comes to the showmanship, the performances, and, and how different and unique and successful they were. So hip-hop, though, is a different case. You know, Hip-hop, the person who introduced me to the hip-hop culture and I fell in love with hip-hop majorly was LL Cool J. I was just going to say, that's the guy who made me love hip-hop. Yes, it was LL Cool J. Yeah. I heard Mama said, knock you out. Yeah, for you, it was Mama Said Knock You Out. Mine was uh, Around the Way Girl. Okay, okay. That was a good song, too. Yeah, that's cool. That was a good song, too. Yeah, it was Mama Said Knock You Out, and I'm like, oh, what is this? So I got into the hip-hop culture, but, you know, I, I was more in, as a DJ and, and, and a producer, you know. I used to have this little Casio and this little drum machine. I just used to do music and, and just and DJ. Then I grabbed the pen and the paper and started rapping when I first heard Tupac. Right. So, so this is mainly uh, the list of the artists that influenced me. All right. Of course, to name a few later later on, I got okay. influenced by a lot of major artists, especially in developing my style. Uh, like one of my favorite hip hop artists that uh, till today is Tretch from, Tretch. from yeah. Naughty, by Naughty by Nature. I love Naughty by Nature. Neat rhymes, you know, like exactly. they don't they don't rhyme, but they're neat. They're very, very unique. They go together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's so Tresh is one. Andre 3000 from Outcast is another one. And Common yep. also, like, those three played played a big part. All right. Okay. That's cool. And, um, you know, um, I, I remember myself, I used to have a mixer, like a little mixer and, and mix music here and there, like, tried my hand at DJing, but, you know, didn't pursue it. Did it? <laughs> I was on a radio station in Portland, Oregon. For, okay. For like a one shift. Uh, it's called Z100. Okay. You know, they were doing like once a week. No, no, it was just a competition. Oh, that was it. <laughs> you know, that was it. Never okay. did it again. But it was, I didn't do too bad. But I didn't right. pursue it like mm. like you did. And um, so, if I tell you, uh, basically, your lyrics, your rhyming skills, and everything like that. What verses pop to your mind right now? Oh, man. Because, you know, because just like I told you earlier, um, that now I'm in the phase of just nonstop making music, making songs, right? Yeah. I, I don't know why. It's just like I'm, 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 I'm hungry. I know that I have a lot of material. I have enough material that if I stop making music right now, I have enough material to release three to five albums ahead. 
I'm just because I told you I got some pro some some projects in the states and some projects here. Uh, but you know, I, I caught the bug. Okay. And 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 I just want to continue doing music. So maybe some of the latest uh, that I have in, in in my mind is 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 a song that I'm doing. It's called Original. Okay. And the verse goes like. Um, Rich in the soul, not the pocket. Reaching the goal in a rocket. I flip the script like Ray Charles did in many. I get inspired. Never imitate or copy any. I embrace and observe the signs. Because quiet people got the loudest mind. It's the love, not to play in the game. It's the legacy, not the fortune and the fame. So I work in silence and come out victorious, living glorious, big like notorious. A leader never follows, sacrifice the few. So be careful what you wish for. It might come true. All right, man. That's, that's pretty tight. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. And um, before we wrap up this interview, you know, what personal message do you have for the Arab News audience and the Mayman show audience? Okay. Um, first, I would like to say, uh, for those who've really been there with me since day one, I thank you so much for the continuous love and support and... Uh, just be on the lookout for the new material that I have. I won't let you down. Just be patient and understand why I'm taking so long. I got my reasons. And to you, I'm just saying is love what you do and, and do what you love. All right. Fair enough, man. And uh, we can sit and chat, man, all day long. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I know you got some things to do and I got some things to do. I appreciate and I'd like to time, thank you very much again, Ann, for ex accepting this uh, interview. Thank you for having and, me, And uh, before we wrap up the show, I'm actually going to close in the spirit of Tupac. All right. For you. Okay. So uh, there is no need for you to fear me. Maybe if you take the time to hear me, you can learn to cheer. That's right. That's right. <laughs> long man. Yes, sir. And uh, stay tuned to the next Mayman show. Thank <laughs> you.